0: to Louder Vision, the podcast for visionaries, artists, and creative people. I'm your host, filmmaker and artist, Laura Mioli. Thank you for listening. Today's guest is Barbara St. Amay. Hi, Barbara. Hi.
1: Thanks for having me. Come closer. Come closer. Thank you for having me.
0: (laughs) So Barbara is the president of Amay Agency. That's A-I-M-E. You guys want to look it up. It's management and public relations representation for international style icon olivia palermo and some others um you can find barbara at amayagency.com and follow her on instagram at amayagency and at amy b -B a-i-m-e-b-e-e correct so i'll put all those links in the description (laughs) below so you can all connect with barbara yes Um, i welcome all new followers (laughs) so do i (laughs) So, I know Barbara from our mutual best friend, Alvin. Yes. Hi,
1: Alvin.
0: Hi, Alvin. <laughs> I love him. We love you, oh, Alvin. God,
1: I love him. God knows.
0: <laughs> that Alvin. <laughs> All right. Well, Barbara is that kind of friend that I've always just hung out with. Um, And I never, ever spoke to her about her work, and I actually didn't know what you did for for work for a very long time. I don't know very much about you at all. Really? (laughs) Yes. All I know, because I follow you on Instagram, and I see that you're always traveling Mm -hmm. all over the world, and so that you you must have a fabulous job, you must be rich and wonderful, and... (laughs) I don't know if I'm rich, but I do
1: have a pretty
0: amazing job. Okay, so
1: tell me, what is, what is your job, Barbara? Um, well, I work with Olivia Palermo. I'm her publicist, and um, just about two years ago, I became her manager. Mm-hmm. And as her publicist, it's my job to secure press, um, manage her image in, within, I guess, the public eye. And as her manager, I book deals, mm-hmm. campaigns, um, you name it. Anything with a brand partnership sort of involvement I work with her and the brand for example she just worked with Bobble Bar which is this online accessories retailer Mm -hmm. and she designed a whole line with them and that was kind of like me and my partner in Germany I should mention I have a partner in Germany who is her agent um, and we put that deal together and we've been you know working with her on a whole bunch of different projects so that that's why I think I get to travel because when she goes abroad to mm-hmm. work with different people, companies, and things yeah. like that, that's why I go.
0: You go where she goes.
1: Exactly. And I not all the time. but Not yeah. all the time? Mm-hmm. But so mostly.
0: I see you were recently at the Golden Globes. Yes. How did that happen? And tell me how it was.
1: Well, um, that's actually been a dream of mine since I was a child. Um, I am a huge movie buff. And mm-hmm. I've been obsessed with films since I can remember. And Olivia's not an actress. Mm-hmm. Um She's a style icon. She's a, you know, a designer.
0: Fashionista? She works
1: in, exactly. Uh She has her own website, and it's a lifestyle site about fashion, decorating, you name it. Still promoting. You know, (laughs) you name it. But um, when she got invited to attend the Golden Globes, it was with um, Moet. They invited her to attend. The champagne? Mm -hmm. Ooh, yummy um we love Moet. if they want to give us any I know. free stuff i will look into that because <laughs> they they had like a whole bunch of bottles that they were throwing at us every day that we were there um and it was a lot of fun and uh yeah that's why i was there she was a guest of Moet, and they flew me out and her hair and makeup people oh they were very gracious about it and did all of what we wanted and we got to attend the golden globes it was crazy that's so cool. Mm-hmm. So you used to
0: work for an agency, but now you work independently for yourself. How, how does that work. work and how did that happen?
1: I worked at um, BWR, Public Relations. I was mm-hmm. there working under the president or the ex-president there, um, Leslie Sloan. And, um, Hi, Leslie. She <laughs> uh, was a great boss in the sense that I got to learn... A lot just by observing her mm-hmm. um, and I think it kind of prepared me for what I'd be doing now what I am doing mm-hmm. um, but I am still learning as I go and I think like you had said before we all are really yeah. so there's never like a day where I feel oh yeah I know everything that I you know <laughs> needs to be known like no yeah. there's definitely things that I'm like oh that this is new You know, and Mm -hmm. you have to grow and adjust and do your best. And I think, um, yeah, I was there for six years, and nothing was really happening for Mm -hmm. me. So I decided to look into another job, and it turned out that working for myself was the answer. And we were talking earlier
0: when she walked in. I said, how do you have health insurance? Like, how does this work?
1: (laughs) I do that myself. Oscar's really good. You should look into Oscar. Okay. it's, It's like, I guess, the new insurance out there Uh and you just literally go online and you say you need health insurance and they give you a quote and like yeah it's so easy compared to all the others like blue cross blue like whatever they're called oxford all those other ones are so complicated any insurance companies please barbara (laughs) (laughs) not to slander but i'm just saying it's just so much easier with oscar to do it online it's all right super easy Shout out to my friend, Oscar. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) For keeping me insured. I'm actually talking
0: about my Mexican friend, Oscar. (laughs) Oh, okay. Hi, Oscar. Hi, Oscar. (laughs) Anyway. You talked a little bit about branding and public relations. Um, How can someone who has a small business or starting their own business, just being independent, use public relations or use branding to their advantage?
1: Hmm. Um... It's about being consistent. You need to decide the type of voice that you want to have. If it's upbeat, positive, which is generally what everyone is, (laughs) um, you need to maintain, yeah, and you need to maintain that, and also I think you need to also be on top of your social media. And that means you need to be, not constantly, but like at least once a day, twice a day, be posting something. Um, I'm not really good at that for Amy agency, I wouldn't <laughs> say just because um, I'm focused more on my clients doing mm-hmm. their job with posting and their branding. but um I think it's about consistency, and I think if you're if you're looking to expand your brand, um, whatever it may be one way to go is to make sure that you know who you're trying to reach Mm -hmm. and you go where those people are
0: okay so is working for yourself more work less work more
1: more more Mm -hmm. a lot more because you're you're kind of everyone you're the assistant picking up the phone Mm -hmm. you're the boss you know responding to emails making decisions You're the travel booker. You book your own, Mm -hmm. you know, travel. You probably, you're most of the time the accountant. You're, you're everything. So it's a lot more. Wow. More work. So yeah, (laughs) props to anyone who does it all on their own. Mm -hmm. It's rough. Sidebar.
0: How do your parents feel about you being a PR person? Because my parents don't know what YouTube is or any of this like social media stuff. And so they're just very confused when I do a video that's not on TV. Like mm. they're just like, what is this? Where? Who's watching this?
1: I don't think they fully quite understand <laughs> what I do. Um, when I t- try to explain it to them, I mean like, you know, mom, like she, I tell her like, I, I book press and I, you know, close deals. And I guess like when I explain it that way she gets it, but like sometimes like I have this uh, a little cousin She's three years old and my mom's like, you need to get her, you know, you need to book her on something. And I'm like, book her on what? I'm not, you know, a child agent. Like, I don't, what are you talking about? Like, but she dance says, moms
0: kind of situation.
1: I don't know what she's thinking, but like, I need to book her on a show. I need to book her a job. I need to book her for like a campaign. I'm like, mom, I'm not that kind of a, you know, agent. But, um, you know, I deal with press, press mm-hmm. agent. That's me, but not, you know, I don't book children on yeah. TV shows.
0: So do you deal <laughs> a lot with
1: fashion? Uh, yes, I do. With my client Olivia, she mm-hmm. is huge in kind of like the fashion industry, especially internationally. So mm, it's a lot of dealing with different brands. Um, it's a lot of fun, I think. Do you get free clothes? Um,
0: sometimes. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. <laughs> Tell me what is your favorite accessory?
1: Favorite accessory. Hmm. Probably my necklace that I'm wearing right now.
0: Let me see. Let me see. I put it together. We'll put it on Instagram. It's two separate. Oh, um, cute.
1: It's a pieces? bee and a heart. So yeah, cuz my last name it means love. Oh. So like I was like, this is, like, Barbara Oh, that's your name. So, like, it's literally my name on my neck. So
0: instead of getting your name tattooed on your arm, like some people.
1: Yeah. I love tattoos, by the (laughs) way. I'd never get one, but I love them.
0: I do, too, and I would (laughs) never get one either. (laughs) And as I get older, I realize I'm really glad I didn't get one Mm -hmm. when I was younger.
1: (laughs) It's just, like, everyone has one, you know.
0: Yeah, I'm Mm. just afraid someone's going to do it and really mess it up. Mm. Because I watch a lot of, like, Ink Master and all those shows. So I'm like... They could do a terrible job, and then I am stuck with that. And get,
1: (laughs) oh, it's like the worst when you see the misspellings on someone's arm. Oh, my God. God. Well,
0: I wouldn't, I don't think I'd get, like, words or anything, but I love art, but Mm. I would love, like, a painting or something not on me, like, near me, not on me, Mm. but I love tattoos. I think they're beautiful. Me, too.
1: Whose style do you love? Mm, okay, apart apart from Olivia, you cannot name any of her, your clients. Um, I'm gonna say, whose style do I love? Um, there's a young woman. Her name is uh, Carla Durass. I hope I'm saying her last name correctly. She is a blogger and a designer. I guess, I guess she does have her own line now. I think I've seen that. Um, I think she has really great style. It's very um edgy. Sexy, um, but like not overtly sexy. Mm-hmm. It's just like I th- and I think what it is too is like she has the right body. I think okay. more importantly, it's the body. <laughs> like everything she puts on, it's like whoa. Okay, okay, I get it.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> it is looks great. Is there like a certain fashion trend that you went through? Or a phase that you went through that you regret or that you think was Oh, God, when I was
1: younger, I hated um, my legs. So, like, I barely ever wore shorts or skirts Mm -hmm. or anything. And I I hate that I did that because now I'm like...
0: You're always wearing skirts now. I mean, (laughs) yeah.
1: So now I'm like, I have to make up for that lost time. Oh, wow. I wish I
0: had such a simple answer, but... (laughs) my worst fashion trend was most of my teen years well i still like it looking back at it i'm like oh that was cute i used to be like goth emo kind Mm -hmm. of person and i had the weirdest like pink hair like pink stripes in my hair Mm -hmm. and i had like this the worst thing i ever did i used to put eyeliner on the bottom only (laughs) now Mm. when i see people do that i'm like oh i don't like that (laughs) But I used to do it all the time. Like, I just thought it it was cool. So looking back at that, I'm like, ooh, not good. Mm. But I think as I've grown up a bit, then I struggled being, you know, a professional person who has to work. Because then you have to completely have a wardrobe for a Mm -hmm. job. And that is hard. Mm -hmm. And then being plus size is like... Not many options. That's
1: <laughs> a problem. I yeah. That's a huge problem in this industry, in the fashion industry, I think. It's not fair that you have to fit up to a size, I don't know what the cutoff is. Like 12. A, to 12. <laughs> It's, it's n- a 12. It's really 12 not fair. It's slim pickings after 12, really. Well, I'm going to tell you. Uh, mm-hmm. Olivia has a line coming out with Nordstrom, and okay. it goes up to a size 16. So okay. that was something I think we pushed for. But... I there are a lot of great plus size designers out there mm-hmm. one of my favorites um monif mm-hmm. um monif c i believe it's called i'm a, like it's really really great stuff okay. i don't know if you've if you've ever taken a look at it but really really great and then there's this girl i'm obsessed with her her name is gabby fresh um she is a plus size um I think I she's saw not, that on your Instagram. Yeah, I follow her. Yes. <laughs> she's not. I she says she's not a model, but she's so beautiful, and I think she should be a model. And she's a designer. She has a swimsuit, bleh, swimsuit line out. It's called mm-hmm. Swimsuits for All. And you have um, a new representation right here. I went on that site, <laughs> and I was looking for you know a swimsuit, and I was kind of bummed because she didn't have any swimsuits to fit me. They oh, start ha-ha. Right. And I was like, but it's called Swimsuits for All. But anyway, uh, it was, um, I think, a size 10 and up. Yeah. And I was like, all right. Not even. I think it was a size 8 and up, I think. Oh, okay. Well, God bless you then. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, you know, I was a little like, oh, well, okay. Now you know how it feels. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I do love her. Good. <laughs> um, Do you feel like your style has changed at all gr- growing up? Mm-hmm. or For sure. Um, Actually, Growing up from when I was a child to now, I think my style has remained kind of similar. Um, But I do think since I started working more with Olivia, Mm -hmm. that my style has kind of gotten a little classier. Upgrade. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I've... um, learned that certain things don't necessarily need to be put together okay or you know if i'm wearing something that's tight on the bottom it shouldn't be tight on the top okay it's tight on the top not on the bottom kind of a thing you know it's all about portions mm-hmm. so that's what she always says so yeah
0: <laughs> but she looks great in anything so
1: <laughs> she really really does
0: it's it's kind of upsetting sometimes yeah yeah, I've just learned. I'm coming up on my thirtieth birthday, and I realize I care less and less about clothes mm. and fashion. I really? mean, I love earrings, so earrings are my favorite accessory. Okay, and I I love jewelry, and I love and I love nail polish. Like okay. I will, I cannot get gel manicures because I need to change my nail polish more often.
1: Like, oh, good for not you. Possible. They damage
0: your nails anyway. They do, mm-hmm. and you can get um, skin cancer from the the UV oh, light. Oh, right, from that.
1: right. Yeah. I
0: stopped doing them a while ago. So. <laughs> So, (laughs) I just feel like fashion is great. It looks nice. And Mm -hmm. it's like an art form and a creativity, a way to express yourself. It totally is. But for me, I need to be comfortable. Like, I have... You know, my health comes first. I'm not going to wear high heels and hurt my back any more than it's hurt. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> and I, if Olivia can bring you know sneakers into fashion, I would really appreciate that. She
1: does. She wears sneakers all the time. She wears does flats. She wear them and to the Golden Globes. And, well, not to the Globes, but she See. honestly, no, no. <laughs> the day before the Globes, she pulled out um, a pair of flats and was like oh my God, wouldn't it be so cool if I wore these flats? And I was like, yeah, it would have, like, it looks great. But like, your dress looks a lot better with the heels. So So she opted for the heels. So it's probably my fault. (laughs) But anyway, um, she wears flats all the time. And do you wear flats all the time? I wear flats most of the time. When you leave your house? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's flats, sneakers, boots, you know. <laughs> like I only wear heels like if I absolutely feel like I'm going somewhere and everyone's going to be wearing heels and yeah. I I wear heels, but I don't like love wearing heels. Mm-hmm. They're pretty look at. Like yeah. you look at them and exactly. it's like oh my god, they're gorgeous. And I like what you
0: said about it being about the body, more about the body than the clothes mm-hmm. because if someone is healthy and they're yep. happy and they're they love themselves, then it doesn't matter what they wear. Mm -hmm. So I'm just trying to
1: get to that It's about how they carry themselves, I think. You know, it's like if you are not confident or comfortable in something, Mm -hmm. it's totally going to look like you're not. So you need to be sure that your body language fits the outfit. Like if Mm -hmm. you're wearing something, own it. Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. And speaking of being comfortable. Mm hmm you travel all the damn time. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I travel a lot. Um, not so much. I feel like last year was kind of a slower, like travel schedule for me. I you thought, were in but, like I five mean, countries last year. It was it was a lot. <laughs> let me let me stop. Okay, maybe I'm just you know affected by this now at this point. But like yeah, it was quite a bit. Yeah, I went to um where did I go last year? I went to Australia. Is that a lie? Mm-hmm. Did I not go to Australia? I can't remember. Was that the where, year before? Where are your favorite places that you've been? Australia. Really? <laughs> That's probably why I said it, because I've I've been to Melbourne and Sydney. Mm-hmm. Sydney's my preference. Um, but Australia is just the most beautiful place. And the friendliest people. Oh. I've never met an Australian that I don't like. Ever. Wow. Shout out to Australia was just the loveliest. It was oh, that's a long flight. It is.
0: It is a very long flight. What is your preference for flights? Like, do you have any tips for people who
1: travel? Lufthansa is an amazing airline. I'm talking great tip that you gave me there. Oh, (laughs) I mean, it's worth the money. Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, JetBlue actually has a really great new. I guess it's their new class. It's called JetBlue Mint. Mm-hmm. It's their first class from, like, New York to L.A., New York to San Francisco. Okay. And back, it's amazing. If you're going to pay for a first-class ticket to go or business class ticket to go to L.A., JetBlue mm-hmm. is the way to go because they have these amazing, like, mint cocktails on the flight. You're too rich you for me. I can't. Fly- <laughs> as soon as you get on the plane, <laughs> it's delicious. You are so rich. I am not rich. <laughs> I am not rich. I am far from it. I'm trying to get there. Me and Alvin talk about how, how when are we gonna be Oprah level? Like we talk about this constantly. Like what do we have to That's do? That's setting to yourself get up to oh, fail. I mean <laughs> you know. we can dream, right? So we can dream. But yeah, Oprah's the goal. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what are your goals for your company in the
0: next upcoming years?
1: I want to sign. I'm open to signing new business now. So mm-hmm. I have Olivia and I have a couple of other clients, but they're not necessary. They're on hiatus, what we call hiatus, meaning like they're not on roster with me right now. So, like, they don't have any projects for me to work on, like to promote or okay. to help them, you know, secure press for. There's nothing for them to promote. So um, I am open to signing new business. So that's one of my goals. Um, and and then also, I think, just developing Olivia a lot more. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And what do you want to develop for Barbara this year? In oh, 2016. God. Well, I'll be
1: 30 this year.
0: Yay! Me too. Oh, God. What month? June. June.
1: And December. December. Dece-
0: mm-hmm. You have a long way to go. Yeah, I have
1: a long way to go. But
0: still, I'm <laughs> Happy just Happy belated like, birthday, uh, But
1: <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I'm just like... Uh, it scares me it scares me <laughs> that I'm gonna be 30 um that's a huge number for me I think growing up I never thought about it like mm-hmm. someday I'm gonna be 30 years old like it never occurred to me yeah and now that it's like approaching I'm like how it like I don't feel like I'm 30 I, I don't feel I I don't know what I'm supposed to feel kind of thing. I don't think you're supposed to feel any different. (laughs) I don't don't know. I've been
0: scared of this number for a long time. Yeah. I've been freaking myself out about it for a long time. Right.
1: It's not any different. It's just like in many ways I still feel like I'm still a child but kind of like, you know, trying to be an adult kind of thing. It's just, it's this weird... Like, I'm really an adult. Like, like if something happens, like, mm-hmm. I can go to prison, like, if I do something. You like know and I mean? I get mean, scared about going to prison, too. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm no, I'm no longer a child. Like, I can't, you know, get away with things. You can't like, just
0: cry and say, I'm I'm a minor. And <laughs> right. Blah, blah, blah. Like, it's
1: just, like, this is real, Barbara. You're an adult mm-hmm. now. It's yeah. crazy. And I don't, I don't know. It just feels like I'm still, still a child. <laughs> I don't know. Well, it's
0: good. I think... Everyone is just who they were as a kid mm-hmm. and we're all just the same soul, just in a exactly. older body.
1: Yeah, we I guess we get older, the experiences you know, they teach us a lesson mm-hmm. and we carry that with us. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> mm. As
0: you turn thirty, mm. what is your fashion philosophy?
1: Fashion philosophy. What works for you?
0: What do you love?
1: Um, I would say to get comfortable with the way your body looks. Mm Because I think fashion is for everyone. It truly is. Um, It doesn't matter if you're wearing a black sweater Mm -hmm. with black jeans and plain flats. That is who, when you walk into a room... Everyone will see and they will Mm -hmm. see that that woman, you know, she that's her sense of style. She likes to look neat and put together Mm -hmm. and she's her colors are black. And, you know, that's who that person is. And I think you need to get comfortable with how your body looks, because when you put on the clothes, the clothes, the the clothes don't make you. Mm -hmm. You make the clothes, you make the outfit. So you need to be comfortable in what you're wearing so that when you show up somewhere, when you're introduced to someone, you're comfortable and they can tell. And I I think it comes through and your sense of style is something that somebody can pick up on, not necessarily, you know, to comment on, but Mm -hmm. they can, they can see, Oh, this person has, you know, an attitude or style or something Mm -hmm. about them, you know, and it's, it could be something they like or something they don't like, Mm -hmm. you know,
0: it's branding yourself.
1: Exactly. Mm -hmm. It's about putting your best, your best foot forward.
0: Mm -hmm. Whether you're in flats Exactly. Or heels.
1: Exactly. I'm not wearing no heels. You don't have to. <laughs> you really don't have to. I I don't I don't enjoy wearing heels, but um sometimes I gotta tell you, they pull that look together. <laughs> like it's just it's just a great like it pulls it all together, and you just look so like you look taller, and I don't know. There's just I'm already tall. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's no. That's an interesting. You know, I guess yeah. I've never thought about that. So for really tall women mm-hmm. wearing heels, for you, it's like you know, don't why? need it. Like why <laughs> am I? Okay.
0: Why am I hurting my feet and my back?
1: Aww, you don't
0: ever feel like
1: these shoes look so good. No,
0: you know no. because I have bad balance. Oh, okay. And so I look real like you said. You have to be comfortable. I'm not comfortable. I'm I'm very like wobbly and <laughs> not even like a chunky heel. I've worn. I'm actually putting this into my my show that I'm writing called CTV. Mm -hmm. But there was this time I I wore like a wedge and they're thicker heels. And I was walking down the hallway. I'm like, oh, I look great in these heels. And I was really excited. You loved it. And then I just busted my ass (gasps) in front of all these people. I was at work. I'm sorry, Laura. I'm sorry. So I don't wear heels. (laughs) It happens.
1: We've no, all, it happens, but we've all I didn't tumble.
0: Why would I put myself through
1: danger? <laughs> I know, I know, I know what you mean. I've yeah. I've definitely fallen quite a few times, mm-hmm. and it's not fun or pretty or cute. Definitely doesn't help the confidence. But um, <laughs> I tell you, when they're on your feet, and then you hear, "Oh, nice shoes," or some someone's admiring yeah. them. Ugh. I Thank should just like you. wear them
0: as like a hair accessory, and then people could say nice shoes. And I'm well, my you. trick
1: is if I ever do wear heels and I wear them out, mm-hmm. I always have flats in my bag. Yeah, just like swap it out because. But then you need I'm a big just... bag. But I like big bags in general, so I don't know but about you. But with every outfit, you can't have a big bag. This is true. So <laughs> when I don't have a big bag, usually I'll be like in a car, mm-hmm. so I can leave it in the car. But Rich. if I'm not in the car. <laughs> If I'm not in a car, then I just have to suffer through it and keep the heels on. Okay. Or just go with flats. Women have to suffer a lot. Yeah, we do, don't yeah, we? We do. I think, uh, yeah, in this industry, too, you'd be surprised. There are a lot of PR women, but I feel like there's no, like, sort of sisterhood, you know? Really? In, within. I don't feel it. It's just hard to know who's sincere and who's not. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, I don't know, it's about finding your people, maybe, yeah. and I just haven't found them. <laughs> I don't know. But well, you found yourself. Yeah, in your exactly. your last name love. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um so that's good so it is good so would you ever go live in california or one of these Uh, other places that you have to go a lot germany you said your partner is in
1: germany yeah Mm -hmm. i want to visit germany i've never actually been oh you haven't i've only been to the uh airport uh, I had a layover at one point, and that was the only time. But um, their customs are a little rough there. Yes, <laughs> it's a lot of um, you open your bag, and unzip <laughs> this. It's yeah, it's very strict. And Why are you here? Yes, yes, you know. I'm just and that, going home. That German accent gets me every time. I'm like, oh. Ah! But um, yeah, it's it's very. Um... But your business partner is German? Yes, in oh, Germany. God, he's the best man. He's and you never met him? I've met him. Oh. I've met him. He's come to New York several okay. times. I've seen him in Australia. We've okay. traveled together before. But I've never just been, you know gone to Germany. Mm-hmm. He lives out in Hamburg. Um, but yeah, I need to make it out there.
0: Yeah, I'm I do too. Do my that. friend Beatrice is out there. She was a makeup artist for my first film.
1: Nice. So hi, Beatrice. Hi, Beatrice. She's out there. The, um, give, no, giving give, give your film.
0: Oh, it, that first film was called Perspective. Uh. Ah, okay. my new film, newest <laughs> film, is called Give a Little. Give a Little, and that's on YouTube. Yes, everything's on YouTube. It's all there. <laughs> but um, so you met your business partner how?
1: Um, while I was working at BWR. Okay. He started working with Olivia as her agent, and um, you know, I guess our our jobs with with Olivia would kind of work together Mm -hmm. to kind of get her somewhere and we would talk a lot, email and um, when I decided to leave Mm -hmm. we continued to work together and yeah that's how it happened Do you love working for yourself? I do Um, at first I felt like oh this is going to be kind of lonely like Mm -hmm. to be home alone and um you know but i work from home and i have to say i thought about doing the weworks program what is that I'm so glad i didn't it's it's um office space for okay. just like people who work on their own or mm-hmm. have a small company it's a shared like a whole building and you get your either oh. either you get a whole floor or you get an office or you get you know half of a floor whatever yeah. you want to do but i'm glad i didn't go that route it's just you know unnecessary like, why would I get up and leave my home when I can work from home <laughs> and pay yeah. rent at a separate place yeah. when you can do all of this? You know what I mean? Yeah. So.
0: But how do you set the boundary to say, OK, I'm not working anymore?
1: It's hard. It's really tricky. In the beginning, I would have times where I f- would forget to eat, like to stop to eat. Oh my Literally, God. I would wake up. And my phone sleeps next to me on the nightstand. Yeah. So as soon as I'm up, I'm grabbing my phone and I'm looking at emails and a lot of what I deal with is international, so they're already up. And it's immediately I'm like, oh, responding to emails like right when I get up. So it's kind, it's like, oh God, not even like a moment for myself. <laughs> but then finally like you get up out of bed and then yeah. right back at it and it's yeah. like, Oh crap, it's like three o'clock. I haven't eaten anything all day. <laughs> it's, it's it just nonstop. But I've recently, so Mm -hmm. I've been doing this two years now. Okay. So it's finally now that I'm kind of like, okay, I'm going to get up. I don't look at my phone until, like, I'm ready to.
0: Okay.
1: So, like, around 9. You
0: wake up at 9 o'clock our time or international? Like,
1: you're ready for that. Well, I'm up around 7 New York time. For some reason, I can't sleep past 8. Okay. And so I've just, like, been trying to train myself to be up by 7. So um, I'm up showered yeah find something to eat so you don't like
0: you don't start working until nine you have taken care of yourself
1: okay Mm -hmm. i've just made that law for myself (laughs) it's like you know i have to keep up you know with you know the the regular world i can't just be living in a cave where like it's Mm -hmm. work non-stop so the regular world gets up and they get showered and they have food and then they go to work so that's what i have to do within my own home minus the commute exactly yeah so which is great because i can work from my pajamas
0: it's very exciting (laughs) yeah very exciting
1: yep 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 thank you barbara thank
0: you for all your wonderful tips and you can find Barbara at ameagency.com yep. that's A-I-M-E agency and follow her on Instagram at ameagency and at Amy A-I-M-E B-E-E right? Yep. Yep. <laughs> As for me I'm filmmaker artist and your podcast host Laura Mioli no matter how you're listening to the Vision podcast you can give me a thumbs up subscribe five stars a like a share I appreciate anything that you can give and I hope you enjoy. So for more creative tips and inspiration, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Loudavision. And you can listen to more of these podcasts, read my blog, watch my videos and contact me. Just go to loudavision.com. It's all there. Thanks again, Barbara. Yay. I was so happy to be here. Thank you. The Louder Vision podcast is produced by Laura Mioli and edited by Eric Saltzman.